Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A roast as dark as the night. Perfect for fueling the cryptid research and mad ravings required for your podcasting. Don't mind the red eyes. He's just trying to warn you of the bridge. The bridge. Finally, from the caffeine-addled brains of Spring Hill Jack Coffee and last podcast on the left, we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to order yours today. <laughs> Nobody bother me about it. Wake me up inside. Wake me up and save me. Save me from the nothing I've become. <laughs> Be my blood to run before I come undone. Is that Bobby save Boris Pickett <laughs> knocking at my door? I was oh, working in a God. lab late one <laughs> night. Not with my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster you from the slab began to rise. Twilight. <laughs> my surprise. He did the match. Yeah, you did, did a monster, monster suck match. more like. <laughs> Welcome to Age 7. Suck. I would fucking want tickets to that ride. I yeah, I just the monster monster suck. He did the monster suck. <laughs> he did the suck. <laughs> he sucked that it, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there it, it is. It was a big suck fuck. <laughs> Both of you, I have Twilight to talk about. We are done. We're done with Twilight over on the page seven Patreon, and it is devastating. I am upset. We had highs. We had lows. I cried for at least an hour after I finished it, but don't worry. We have decided on the Patreon. What are we reading next? Midnight Sun. We're cutting right. into Edward's brain. We're doing nice. it. We're going to read Midnight Sun. And then, then I think that we have to read uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses, which don't even get me started. You guys are going to probably hate me once I jump into this book series. And I'm excited about it. And then hopefully Stephanie Meyer isn't dead, right? Apparently she's got like four other books that she wants to write within the world. I don't know. If I can continue with four more books. You can do like what I do, which is just become obsessively reading like the work of every single work by one author. That's me with Leanne Moriarty, author of Big Little mm. Lies. I've read every- Nine Perfect Strangers. And Five Perfect Strangers and the new, she has a new one. I just started the new one. How is it? Is it poppy? Is it like, is it is it popcorny? Is there a dog in it? Is there a horse in it? Ooh, <laughs> is there a kiss in it? They're is there a murder like... in it? <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be murder. There's a there's there's a missing person. So I'm very early on, but you okay. know, all of her stories are like, 
your your mom is sad and there's somebody who's dead. You know, like that's kind of the that's kind of the genre. <laughs> Remember okay. Husband's Secret? Remember when we both yeah. read Husband's Secret? I love uh, Holden, Husband's you don't even Secret. fucking know what the husband's secret is. It's yeah, you think know you know, but you don't is. know. But you don't know. Is that he's fucking boring? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but you have now trauma. basically <laughs> You've become this with Stephanie Myers, basically. You know everything. You know her inside and out. You've yes. read. Remind us how many Twilight books there are and how long it took you to do this project. So in uh, over on the Patreon for page seven, we've been reading as I say we because our Twilight book club is thick and we now have become a community together. And we've been reading it for um, about 14 months. It's been a while. It's been an era. It's been a while. Oh, yes. And there was, I mean, I was in love with the werewolf for a long time. Mm -hmm. Then we find out why we can't be in love with the werewolf. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it really, um, we've broken down the fact that these books definitely glorified toxic relationships for young people for now a couple generations. And it's very, we got it. We got into some real shit over there. (laughs) Jackie, I think it's time we start playing. Planning our pilgrimage for you to Salt Lake City. Ooh. I think there's something drawing. Oh, not you even there. Forks. I can't even go to Forks, Washington, where the book is based. I have to go to Salt Lake City. Yeah, because it's the Mormonism. I think that's the big <gasps> issue here. Oh my you're god, MJ in reality spaces and your fiction spaces now. Everywhere you turn, there's a Mormon. Even in 90 Day Fiance these days, everywhere my you sister's turn, there's wives. a Mormon staring oh, back yes. at you that you're disgusted. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm gonna start dressing like Jen Shaw. All right, yeah. you're welcome. You gotta, if you're gonna dress like any of them, you gotta dress. Like Jen Shah. I or need Heather. more furry, like high heeled boots. Um, yeah. I need more filler. That's why I keep saying, <laughs> wouldn't it be so good for my podcasting if I started talking like this? Because my face was just absolutely so filled with filler. Um, and everyone would love it and be like, I'm proud of you for living your truth. And maybe this is my truth. <laughs> I th- my favorite thing that Jen Shah does is just like say something extremely awful and then like make a face like, what? what? Like she has a kind of like signature, <laughs> like it's like a signature, like head shake. And I just want to channel that energy into my. I, the Real Housewives are so nice, and I understand why people like them because it's just like, what if we all adopted just massively antisocial behavior, and that was how we oriented ourselves towards life? Like I am just going to be the worst person. I possibly can. And can my only job is to hang out. Yes, and being that rich that no one can tell you that you're horrible. I know that we watch it too, like have our yucks and our japes upon that. However, if you really live that life, you wouldn't know you were that bad. And maybe that's what we need. You know what? That's why I'm, you know what? Unpopular opinion. I want to become them. <laughs> Is that unpopular? Does everyone want to become them? I don't, I don't watch the other Real Housewives, except for New York when she flipped the table. And that was great. Yeah. I've watched I flipped the table before. <laughs> Have you, you really? flip a table? I've I would love to, to flip a table. Yeah. Yeah. To flip On a table. stage, I've done it. Yeah. Oh, but sure. you've never done it in like in real anger, flip a table. No. How does it feel? I've only, in, in true anger, I've only ripped a tablecloth off of a table so quickly <laughs> all of the contents remain exactly where they were. 
magician. I am a bit of a magician sometimes. Wow. And then you yeah. still put their figure, like your finger in their face and walk yeah. out. But fuck yeah. you, fuck you, fuck you. And then I pull the thing. I'm, I, and that's why, well, that was back when I was Holdonico, the angry magician. Oh, right. I would only do magic out of anger. I would I would be so furious with someone, I'd pull a rabbit out of my hat. And they'd be like, wow. And they'd start clapping. I'd be like, don't fucking clap. Yep. That's not for fucking clapping. I'm pissed off right now. It was, it was a rough seven months when you were like that. And it, <laughs> it was well, quite a time. We pulled cards out of my asshole. And I was just doing all sorts now of weird stuff. it sounds like you're rage. talking about why the last man bringing magic, like magic into a dire Ooh. situation. Oh, I love it. I'm so heartbroken. Why the last man got fucking canned. I know. It's going to get picked can. up by somebody. I don't think there's Hopefully. any way it's not going to get picked up by We another. like it over Fuck here. That, we're a, though, why right? the last man household. We're, we're, we're fans. And wow, they did so much cool stuff, MJ, too, to bring it up to date. I know. With the, they created a whole trans character, like, in full. It's, I did it. Well, I did an episode for Was the Bruiser that's coming out oh, soon cool. about it. And, uh, Learned a lot about the work that was done to bring it up to today's standards, and uh, they did some really cool stuff. I re- and and the whole and also largely the yeah, it's like all female directors for the first season, um, and some interesting stuff like that as well. So I don't know, yeah, just uh, it seems like a cool project that should keep going. If you want like a great example of like how it looks to like normalize something, I feel like Why the Last Man is doing great a great because job. It's like you know, there's like a line where they're like one of them says like, oh, you haven't found any men. And the president says, like, we found plenty of men, just none with a Y chromosome. Yeah. And it's, like, such a good way of just being, like, you don't have to be, like, biological, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, it's just, like, we can just... Or, like, I used to joke with uh, every episode of Ellen just became... Do you, are you going to the pet store? Yeah, I got to go to the pet store. Well, everybody knows you got to go to the gay pet store. And then they like do the whole thing. You know what I mean? They just like made it all about her. Oh, you mean when she so first funny. came out on when the show? When she first came out, yeah, every yeah. episode would be like, oh, you're going to the library? Well, everyone knows, Ellen, you've got to go to the gay, you know, her, her like friend with the high pitched voice. Everyone got to go to that gay library. And then they like go to the gay library. It was just like, guys, this is so, you know. The 90s were a very desperate time. <laughs> but like, yeah. I feel like people are, people are very, pe- pe- well meaning people. People will very eagerly be like, oh, you know, when I say, you know, men do this, but but what I mean is like biological men or but but and it's just like I feel like why the last men is just a great example of being like, yeah. there's men around. It's yeah. just that they don't have a y, y, uh, y chromosome. Like it's just a great way of like oh, trans men are men, but right. this is the thing. Yeah, exactly. it's the scientific thing that that is its own thing. Yeah, it's really cool. Exactly. It actually, yeah, they did so many cool things with that. So I hope please support that show because I want it to come back, and it's only going to come back if a bunch of people watch it and like it. So there's my recommendation to you, dear listeners. Come shoes. Ooh, well, at least you don't have to push for Succession to be coming back because Succession is back out. Yeah, and no, dude. although MJ is begging for us to become a Succession podcast, <laughs> it would be remiss not to bring up this article that is all about, which, I mean, how did I not get sucked in by the headline of this article? There is a sex toy for Succession fans who are hot for Cousin Greg. Oh, and I Cousin Greg? This so is so weird. Surprised that it is cousin Greg, and I believe um, so. There was someone that was talking to me. There was like, oh, a friend of mine actually dated him in real life, and that he is very similar to his character. Which that's great. I think that that's wonderful. But you know what? Greg's not the one that I want to be sitting there and juicing for. So the headline it refers to the fact that there is a pair up. There is a there is a sex toy that is called Love Sense. It's a Love Sense brand sex toys that, um, for all intents and purposes, one of their big items is a vibrator that you put inside of you that on an app over Bluetooth, someone else can 
use it while it is inside of you to make you. I'm trying. I don't know why I'm trying to be so technical with this. It makes you calm. It makes you calm. You ain't gotta touch it. Explain it to Watching weird Greg. And then so they so they. Is it themed like the the person's like apologizing the whole time, or like what? I don't understand how it's cousin Greg theme. This is it this is. is so odd, and this is this quote as well. Here's this quote from who is it? Parker, whatever, somebody from the company. With the popularity of Succession, we thought this was a good opportunity to capitalize on the sex appeal of uh, Nicholas Braun has developed through the first two seasons. He's America's sweetheart and has captured the hearts of many across social media. Well. Just scroll through Twitter on Sunday night, and you'll see people lusting after him. Well, I know lusting. I, I had no idea. What about Roman and Jerry? But we don't need to get down that, go down that. Uh, I guess I'm sorry, spoiler alert. But lust for that. I like there's so essentially, MJ, what it does is that it is linked up because it's a Bluetooth, so that every time Greg is in the scene and when he's talking, it goes off inside. Wow, that's fun. You so you just leave it in there and then you just yes, and you just you just have a time with it. But if you watch the first episode, succession like mid jerk off sessions, common old. I had no idea that I mean. I could assume not how I like to enjoy my prestige drama. It's just such a good show that I feel like I'd have to go back and be like, "Wait, what's happening? Wait, what's going on?" Real quick, because it's a fast-paced, like very well-written show that I'm not very smart. So sometimes I got to go back and be like, "Wait, what's happening again?" Especially with this first season, because the the last season was before pandemic yeah so i don't fucking remember i was a different person that shit. was when i was pre-vampire like bella my my memories are all faded and i don't know it's also great because it's like a show that somehow manages to be an extremely sexy feeling yet like i can't think of a single person on it who i want to bang except shiv i guess but siobhan's like, butt her butt in those pants yeah. Uh, yeah. and she makes every pantsuit look Mamma mia! Yeah. Shiv is fun. The sex worker lady, I guess, maybe for me. Yeah, uh, she's hot. It's with the guy. Connor's. Hot. Connor's There's so partner. many hot people. But honestly, you know what throwing it out there? <laughs> Brian Cox is even hot in it. Like, Definitely I feel like Brian Cox. They look great. They are billionaires in it. They're always in helicopters. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's a fun, I love this show. I, I understand there are certain people that are like, it is boring. It's not for me. Really? I, I, so I do. I think it's people that didn't give it enough of a chance. But I understand that. Isn't that fascinating? People listening to this who didn't give it a chance. Shouldn't you feel bad for yourself, dear listeners, who didn't give it enough? Start rubbing off while you watch it, and (laughs) maybe you'll like it more. Fucking rub your vagina or, hey, your dick (laughs) and see if that works while while you you watch watch this 60 minute show. (laughs) <laughs> on Sunday nights. I just love it too because Nicholas Braun did not know that this was happening. And so when he was told uh, during the uh, press release for the product, he just wrote, I think it's a, it's a compliment. Because it's the <laughs> most cousin very like his character. Say. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. He's such a goober on the show. I just love it. I'm like lusting after him. I, I'm on the wrong Twitter feed, I think. Uh, I don't see anybody lusting after Greg from Succession. I, I get yeah. it. He's a cutie, I mean, he's but a, he's, he's a fantastic character. But yes, yeah, I don't I love his character. I don't. I mean, really if you're wanna... gonna make a Tomlet, you got to crack a couple of Gregs. Oh, I think that's one right, of my favorite please. lines for... from. My... <laughs> it's a line in the show. <laughs> Do you want to bang Tom Wamsgams though? That's the real no, question. No, but honestly, not because of the actor, but because of his character. I'm just like, yeah, where's yeah, Siobhan? He's like a British. He's like a British, uh, he's like in all these like, he's a, 
very good actor. Though. Yeah, he's like he's like an extremely pre- prestigious British actor, and that he's Tom Wamsgams. It's just it's everything about it is good. Prejudice, MJ. Yeah, that, right, 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 right. Pride and Prejudice. That's the main thing, right? That's why every that's why everybody wants to bone Tom, which is why I'm surprised. Bone. Although it does make sense because in this case, no one really wants to. Um, bone. No one's there for Tom, really. <laughs> Except for I guess not Shiv. Yeah, no one. I don't know, but I think a lot of people are there for how do we feel about Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker getting engaged? Huh? Uh, I can't believe they want another kid. I just every time I see something like that, knowing that they have several, like lately now, I'm so much more <laughs> sensitive to that. Where it's like we want to have a eighth of a. I'm like, what the fuck? You want, but again, I'm like, oh, right. These people just hand their babies to someone else. They raise them, raise them, raise them. All of a sudden, they're five, and then they're, you know what I mean? They know how to drive a car, and then it's just like, and they know how to order Netflix. But that's why I don't understand Hilaria Baldwin, because. You wanna, uh, you wanna, you wanna have, please, um, MJ, I'm sorry. can you please, Hilaria? Hilaria? Yeah, can you please pronounce the name Hilaria. correctly? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no matter how rich you are, well, no matter how rich you are, if you decide to be the person who is having, who is doing the pregnancies, ain't no amount of help that can make that really that much easier, but some people like it, so I guess she just really likes it, but I'm like, yeah, there, if if you are rich, I think that it is just it just must be much easier to have children. I think that's the only explanation for why all these rich people keep having them. Yeah, because and and have like a lot, you know, because obviously a lot of not rich people like have a lot of kids too, and it works great for them and they love it. And I always before I had. One was like, if I ever have kids, I would have like six, because why yeah. not? It would be fun. Have a big I mean, squad. They're all psychos, but yeah, it works for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're maniacs. They're maniac humans. But yeah, have eight. But have you know, 12. the Kardashians, it's cute. Now they got, I imagine all those cousins, you know, right. spend a lot of time together, or at least I hope. I like yeah. I don't know how normal their lives are. Do they seek do they like if you're a if you're a Kardashian West, is it a thing where you're like, I get to go to my cousin's house? I hope so. That's like a normal I think kid so. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's just a lot of fun and then all the people all the help. who they hire take care of them. Yeah. yeah. And then it's fine. So yeah, I could see it being like, oh, it's fun. It's just fun. Yeah. yeah. To do Having it. a lot yeah. of kids around super fun if you are not if it all having to take care of them. you, yeah, exactly. If almost what? anyone can take care of them now, I also did forget to resend this to you guys, but we talked about it before the episode last week, and we didn't talk about it on the episode. And that is, of course, if we're talking about one, we have to talk about the yin to their yang, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Well, yeah, talking about the yin yang twins. Yin, but go and on. Also, yes. Yeah, sh- <laughs> <laughs> church song, yeah, the quiet song. Shush, shush, shush. Um, yeah, no, I think whisper about eat me out, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Those songs it. are so weird. Those songs really hold up weirdly, uh, for sure. With so the yin yang twin, yeah, yeah, sure. You gotta be quiet while you do it. Um, no, I'm talking about the the interview between Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, and I think that it produced. My favorite meme of all time because I'm sure it has been. It came out like 
right after we did the episode last week. So now it's been talked about to death. And of course, in the interview, it is it was Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were talking about the first time they met each other and that she saw a like a cloud of weed smoke. And she walked up to him and said, you smell like weed. And of course, now like now it's like royalty for American pop culture. He his response was, I am weed. <laughs> and then he, quote unquote, disappeared. <laughs> I was sent to the and I just I can't thank I think it was you, MJ, that said it to me originally what? was the Sopranos of just him <laughs> with. Oh, don't even get me started on the woman. I'm not even going to talk about her arc, but I will say it was one of <laughs> one of his. Um, I was going to call him one of his gabagools. Oh, my God. What is it called? Their side pieces. Yeah. What do they owe oh, the. The, my brain um, just stopped working. Slave. No. no. Oh, okay. It's like the one that all the Soprano <laughs> guys have. They're like official. Gumar. Oh my God, uh, Gumar. Gumar. Uh, Gumar. So that's why it does sound like Gabagool. And he, <laughs> and he had sent him that uh, you smell like Gabagool. Every said, Italian Gabagool. word for everything sounds like Gabagool, Jackie. I, I mean, that's Gabagool. not a crazy reason. I think this is now our third or fourth consecutive uh, Italian uh, episode with Italian themes. I so, mean, now I'm go. done with the Sopranos. I screamed about many saints of Newark over on Talking TV on the Patreon this week. Spoiler alert: I did not like it. Me neither. Did I wanted to. I wanted to so much, and I have absolutely nothing but good things to say about Michael Gandolfini. But I did not. It did not make sense. He was barely movie. in it. <laughs> he was barely in it. What? It wasn't a movie. It was it the first episode of a series. Maybe was it like one and a half episodes of us of what was could it have been three a mini seasons shoved into two hours? Maybe it's too rich a text to make into <sighs> a movie like that. It didn't make any sense. It no, did not work. It did it? I wanted. Yeah, it you to. guys sound like a couple of fucking gabagools. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're gabagooling over here. Okay. We're just like Pussy, who started working for Dietz and Watson this summer or this Halloween, and Jackie, he started putting out the Gabagool. What? Jackie, Italian themed Thanksgiving, we'll call it the Gobblegool. No. Ooh, does that yes. mean we can only have. But what about. Does that mean we can't have turkey? Of course you have turkey. Gobble, gobble. It's mixed in. Gobble, oh, gobble, 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 oh, gobble, 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 you make a full turkey, and then you make a separate turkey where it is stuffed with prosciutto with gabagool on the say, outside of it. With tomato sauce and meatballs. Yeah, shoved in it. This turkey. <laughs> just spaghetti. It's just pasta, it's noodles, tomato sauce, and giant yeah. meatballs shoved Yes, in but inside of the turkey. <laughs> He's There's so just gross. like it's the turkey, but like you can see the spaghetti like pouring out, oozing of the... out of it. I yeah, love yeah. this for us. <laughs> Thank you for having a third episode where we talk about my people and my culture, and this is uh, what this is what the show's really about. We beautiful. we have been doing this show Italian for, I don't know eleven years, Maybe. and we're finally getting to the crux of what we've been here for. You got to be gabagool and mean. I guess I'm gonna have to figure out a new. <laughs> Uh, um, and we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out somehow. I think I'm. I think I need to get some sort of gabagool tattoo. I don't know yet. You have time to figure it out. Do I? Do I, MJ? <laughs> Does Thanksgiving is coming. MJ. It sounds like you got to yeah. figure it out by Thanksgiving, and it sounds like the tattoo is gonna be 
gobble, gobble, ghoul oh, or something like that. Cute. And all three <gasps> of us have to get it. Because I wanted to get a turkey and I wanted to get a cooked turkey on a plate. And what if it has a little mouth and it's saying gobble, gobble, ghoul? Yeah. Ah. But then also there should be like a little Halloween ghoul, I think. Yeah, a ghoul. Oh, yeah. Like a scary ghoul. But a very scary ghoul that frightens children to view it. Oh, that's fine. I like, I like scaring <laughs> them away and I say, look at my body pictures, youngs. Ugh. We're already um, talking about Thanksgiving here. We haven't even covered <laughs> our Halloween. Halloween no, contest. I'm, I'm just trying to get ready for gravy, gravy. Where's the gravy? I got to make my <laughs> scepter. This starts early for me. Yeah. Oh, I know. Is, MJ, this is like, you get it going. We we are working on Thanksgiving and, you know, honestly, we started around 4th of July. Got yeah. it. You know, that's around when. Yeah. But also as the hot dog ambassador, I feel like that I need to incorporate hot dogs in some capacity into Thanksgiving this year. And I certainly is not going to have anything to do with I needed to bring it up. And I know technically it is kind of pop culture. But I am. <laughs> you know what? I draw the line at it. They are making candy corn stuffed bratwurst, and I think I hate it. <laughs> yeah. And I actually think I like it. What? Now, hear me out. Do. Okay. Hear me out. Explain yourself. If you think about the, the combination, I can kind of see it. A. B. One of my favorite things to eat in the lunchroom was a combination platter <laughs> of, um, of uh, potato chips, salted potato chips, okay. ruffles with ridges. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it cuts and up a your little, mouth, yes. And Oreo motherfucking cookies. And eating those a- as one in yes, unison. Sure. The salt and the sweetness. Yes, yes. It combines in this beautiful way. And I love brown way. sugar on a ham. I'm like, I understand the Jackie, yeah. didn't you once do a slow cooker ham with like a whole can of Coke in it? Gots to. Yes, <laughs> put the Coke in there. You put a little OJ in there. You know, it's like there's... I And I'm not against the sweet and the salty. Love it. But when it says... The candy corn actually melt when they heat up, so it kind of disperses the sweetness throughout, and all I could think of is you bite into that, you feel the snap of the skin. Yeah. And then you just feel this, like, sugary, sticky meat on the inside that I don't know if I'm into. Well, they chose. They obviously chose the most controversial candy. I, I think the question yeah, is, that's the do thing you like too. candy and corn? I'm also, I'm a candy corn boy. And mm, that's what they used that to call me back then. I used to have a little flute and I danced through. I'd had the little hooves, <laughs> <and> <laughs> shoes that I'd wear. And they, oh no, the candy corn boy is coming. And I'd go, and I had a little satchel. And people would Everybody's throw candy crying. corn in the satchel. <laughs> and then I'd be beaten at the end of the night by the local bullies. <laughs> but Holden would walk into the high school lunchroom with his bag of ruffles and his sleeve of Oreos. And everyone would be like, here's the come of the candy corn <laughs> boy. the candy corn boy. <laughs> I don't think it meant what you think it means, but I don't think I don't think it was any good for I you. Don't think, yeah, I don't think it meant something else. Might. Well, I I mean I don't want I don't want to be too gross on the show, but I did have a realization the other day that um, every morning for school, pretty much every morning, I would have to go to a secret bathroom and um, have a sort of not a good bowel movement. I mean, right? going very, you know, going diarrhea. dookies in school is always scary. You know, I think always a nightmare. So at the beginning of every single almost every day of school for a while. I was having to go to this special bathroom that I, I I clocked in the top floor of the arts building, far away from where everybody normally was in the morning, and do my thing, right? Also, for lunch every day, my lunch every day, because they just let you choose your own after a while, was two big thing of french fries with zesty uh, uh, powder poured all over them, and a bunch of ketchup, and then a giant frozen lemonade. 
every single day. They shouldn't let high schoolers drink. I was just saying, make they their should own. not let they it. Should not let I them never put, no. their brains I never put two enough. and two together that I'd have to have run to the bathroom emergency diarrhea every single morning at school and that maybe the lunch I was having that consisted of that every single day there was a correlation. Nah. I can't, I'm blown away now remembering this and being like, I've never put two and two together between what I'm putting in my body and what is removing itself from my body. Mm. So anyways. No, I certainly wasn't deterred by the four fierce grape Gatorades that I drank every day, <laughs> which I thought was like, it's Best better than though. soda. Better than but soda. It's not. No, it's not. And then I would sugar. eat rolls. I would get the fresh made rolls and then I would eat French fries. So I had rolls and French fries and at least three to four <laughs> fierce grape Gatorades every day. Well, I, I wonder why I was so fat. I wonder why. Why did they let us choose our? I, I mean, I'm ha- was happy for it, but it was fucking crazy that they let us do that. I think crucially, our moods must have been impacted by these choices. I used to eat an oh, oatmeal yeah. cream pie every fourth period because my fourth period French teacher sold fucking little Debbie snacks to fundraise for the trip to France, oh and so we God. would just we would just go ham on like oatmeal cream pies. Like I would eat like one to two every single day, at like ten forty five a.m. Surely my mood was impacted. <laughs> I love it. Maybe that's why I was, though. you know, an emotional roller coaster. I'm just glad I'm not the only food idiot in, when we were in high school or whatever. Because no. I was, because even I remember my friends being like, seriously, bro, you just eat two giant things of fucking zesty fries every day, like a Coca-Cola and a frozen lemonade. It's so bad for you. It's so bad. Ugh. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Although I am intrigued by what zesty fries are. They would just had like a powder. It was like a nice like zesty powder. You know what I mean? That <laughs> I you would love dump powder. all over them. You just dump it. You just shake. It was in a shaker. You just dump it all over Ooh. them. And then I just eat a bunch of, yeah, and pull, just drown it in ketchup. Um, unless it was pizza day. You know how I feel about ketchup. You know how I feel about ketchup. Would you put it on your candy corn brat? <laughs> <laughs> I put some mustard on that brat. I'd also drink mustard wine. What is happening? It is there. So I included a lot <laughs> of. I, there's a lot of like this this week. All right, obviously. I was it's a weird week in celebrity gossip. Jackie's fucking Lincoln mustard wine. Mustard articles. wine. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Dave Chappelle. So here say, we are talking about Trey Poupon wine. Trying okay. to avoid a topic because we're talking about candy corn brats and mustard wine. Poupon wine. I would have. I bet that's a good pairing though. Damn it. Of that's course. It is. That's why I put it together. Yeah, I would I drink, would the drink hell grape out of it. wine. I'm throwing Absolutely. this out there. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, I'd yes. try it. Give I'd, it to me now. The weird part was they said it tastes better like lukewarm than it did chilled. I don't know. They said all the flavors like combined when it was chilled and it tasted like all at once bad. Whereas the when it was, but that's like I, a white wine already. I don't love room temp much less a fucking mustard version of it blow my fucking braids out in front of everybody i've ever loved no oh my god i'm having like a phantom (laughs) memory maybe you guys can help me this oh my god okay so i'm having a memory of like it's located in williamsburg circa 2008 to 2010 and the memory is of a mustard cocktail i there is a uh a mustard based cocktail i want to say there's like a cornish hall in it. I'm sure that there is. I want to say that it's maybe at the bar Night of Joy near the BQE. Oh, God. Oh. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to Oh, my God. I remember Night of Joy. But I do remember a friend of ours had mustard ice cream at his wedding. And um, it was the, uh, it was, inter- I mean, man, when you're schlackered, it doesn't really matter. You're just pouring it into your gullet no matter what. <laughs> I mean, mustard ice cream. So, I mean, I love mustard. I'm. I am to mustard what Holden is to candy corn, apparently. So I'll Great eat it. Poupon, you know, especially. I love a spicy mustard uh, like the next fucking deranged lunatic. You know what I mean? I think <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. I love all mustard. I'm definitely a mustard boy. For I'm a, sure. they no, called you you're that. a chup head, though, at the same time, Holden. Don't lie to a us. A chup head? Yeah. You're all well, chup. That's a, ch- no a ketchup head? Short for ketchup. Yeah, head. I mean, you know, I diversified as I've gotten older, like a, any good stockbroker would of food, that is. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, ketchup might be where my heart lies, but mustard's where my future remains. Did you guys <laughs> see that just, oh my God, degenerate video that I one Ben Kissel posted? It was not of him. It was of someone else at a ball game, and she had the hot dog, and with her yucky fingers, oh, was so taking gross. the yellow mustard and the chup, and was smearing it all, all up, together. like honestly, in a sexual manner, up and around the hot dog. I think that was meat tube sexual assault. It was I was weird. upset while I watched it. Wait, and please I have to go look check this up because it, it sounds fine to me. It doesn't sound offensive at all. No, Once no, you it's watch very it. very gross. Also, you it's can't unnecessary. It. It's so unnecessary. They're already going to get mixed together on every bite. Like, there's, there's no so need to ketchup on it. with the finger mix it all up on just this narrow ledge. It makes no sense. And it's you already know, mixed. I try to not just climb upon my hot dog ambassador pony. All the time because she's tired. She doesn't want to take me up and down the opinion mountain every other second of every other day. (laughs) However, today I do have a lot of tubed meat things to say. And I'm not sorry for it. All right. Don't (laughs) ever apologize. Yeah, I get it. Social media wants you to apologize for that, Jackie. I won't. You don't have to. Stand Twilight by Twilight is you. done. <laughs> and I am upset. And you are going to have to hear next week, next Wednesday, by the way, guys, October 27th, we will be watching Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 over yeah, on my Twitch like channel. Breaking Yawn, am I right? You are going to go to prison, Holden McNeely. <laughs> I'm wearing a Twilight shirt right now. And apparently, thank God, that the movie is better than the way the book ended because I've got things to say. 
And if yeah. you want to know, go listen to how I, I yelled at the end of the book. Have you enjoyed a single piece of media in the last like two weeks? I never smile. Every movie, every movie you've seen has been a complete disaster. I hate smiling. You know? No, I watched Succession last night. It was great. Oh, okay. There you go. That was Smile all the way through Succession. All the way through yeah, Succession. That succession is very stressful to watch. <laughs> yes. And I don't mean to bring enjoyable. it up again. But on Halloween, I yelled about Halloween kills on poor talk and TV, and a bunch of our friends are going tonight. And I did openly say, I was like, bring booze. And every time they yell, evil dies tonight, take a shot. And if you, you heard it here first. If you want to have a good time watching Halloween kills, take a shot every time they yell, evil dies tonight. Because, I, well, I don't want you to die, and then maybe you might your family be like, oh, were they the evil one all along? And I don't want that to happen. Right. So do please do it with caution. Yeah. Is it is it does this mean it wasn't as good as you were hoping it would be? I wasn't good. <laughs> I wasn't good. I didn't know. She hasn't seen a good movie in weeks. Every seen... movie she's picked has been bad. I'm only frowning. <laughs> I don't mean to. I'm gonna watch the Britney Murphy doc tonight and then we'll see. Oh, that'll And then we'll see who's frowning. Is that supposed to be it's good? Supposed to be I'll... very upsetting. Okay. Of course um, it's gonna be very upsetting. Oh, I mean, I MJ, I've been watching scenes from marriage. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm talking about sitting in the dark. No, I can't do that. Oh, you can't I'm, do it. So don't do it. I'm upsetting myself by watching Midnight Mass. But I also I'm proud of myself because every Halloween now for the past, I'm gonna say I don't know, three or four years, Gideon and I have tried to chip away at the vast wealth of good horror movies that I haven't seen. And this week it was The Omen. And so I saw The Omen for the first time. Did you look at your children differently? I did not look at my children differently, but I did look mm. at Gregory Peck differently. Wow, right? Bobble, bobble. I would kiss him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, I loved it. We almost watched The Exorcist, but I was like, I've seen The Exorcist a million times. I yeah. want a different demonic child, and uh, I liked it. I, if anything, I think that the child wasn't demonic enough. I feel like in the Ooh. 70s, they just put children on camera. They didn't tell them how to act. They were just like, just sit there. We're not going to write any dialogue for you. You're just going to kind of be there while everyone else they acts around you. They didn't trust them. I yeah. get it. You it's know? fine. Yeah, it was fine. Like the, we don't need like a Haley Joel Osment situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you guys get all horny, horny about... Uh, Batman this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah did he yeah, make yeah. you get all splute, splashy? Splish, splash, Jackie's taking oh, a bath, that. but she's just sitting right in her pants. Gabagool. Did that oh, yeah, Gabagool. baby. <laughs> oh, you're on the surfboard. <laughs> it's so horny. Slippery, I not, slippery. <laughs> I do not feel horn for Batman. I find it, like, like <laughs> impossible based on his storyline. I just don't. I don't think there's oh, ever. Oh, do been you a... not believe in orphans, MJ? Yeah. Oh, are you not sexually attracted to orphans, MJ? Because that's on you, okay? Have... And I'm glad you brought this up because I did get some DMs from people being like, I don't think MJ would fucking orphan. MJ hates I was like, How orphans. How dare you? MJ would absolutely fucking orphan. MJ would fucking orphan in front of all of us and would make you watch and make me watch. I'll Fuck watch off. it. I'm just saying, here's my data set. I have felt horny for every single Spider Man actor. How horny for not a one. Batman actor, unless you count ah. George Michael Clooney, Keaton. but it wasn't Michael Keaton. No, that guy. <laughs> well, not no. well. <laughs> but yes to George Clooney. Wow. Michael major shade thrown to Michael Keaton as a sexual. I actually think this 80s. goes to show completely MJ the difference between our like sexual likings when it comes to men. Of like, I love Batman. It is. And you love Spider Man, and I think that 
makes so much sense. It that is totally the distillation so of like <laughs> perhaps you you listener and your best friend also can break down like oh they're a Spider Man person and I'm the Batman person. You I know? get it. You know, I completely. I think that we both would you know ride the Thor train though. I think that we both have that in common, right? I I will ride the Thor train. I'll ride almost any of the other Avengers to be honest. Um, yeah. Not like Jeremy Whoa, Would you be all right? How about this? Whoa. Would you be not, taken I said not. down? <laughs> I said not Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Would you be taken into Chris Evans's sex dungeon? Yes, uh, for a, for a night. One hundred percent. Yes. Okay, there you go. Um, also, wow, what's his name? Firm yes. By the way, there was no thought behind that. That was just a from immediate. the Game of Thrones on the Eternals. I watched the Eternals trailer, and you know the thing is, is that there's a lot of them that I watch it. And I'm like, oh wow, I don't know anything about it. I guess I'll watch it, and then usually I watch it and I enjoy them. But the Eternals looks really fucking good. Does it? I have not seen the trailer yet. I just keep seeing everybody tweeting about Kumail being so jacked. And of up. course, Kumail is finally, <laughs> and Kumail's finally just like, I read an interview with him, and he was just like, you know what? I'm finally like getting really used to being really hot. It's like, good for you. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just got to say it at some point. He has to work very hard to look like that. And I guess so it's does very fun. Ye. Uh, we have to at least discuss ye, ye for a second. <laughs> it's yay. Is are, it are we ye? About no, ye? I think it's ye. It's I'm saying ye. ye. It's not ye. I'm saying ye. Ye. Kanye. <laughs> it's yeah, Kanye. Kanye. Oh, is this, is this the Queen Bay, Queen Bee all over again? I, oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that. Ye. Um, it, I hate this mask that he was wearing. <laughs> I have never been so truly horrified by something that someone has worn in an effort to not be recognized. Please look up Ye's mask that he wore, that he like came out of the the flight wearing it, and then he met up with former Trump fixer Michael Cohen for a lunch. We're not even going down that road. But he's wearing this mask that is... Horrifying! It's so scary, and it's such a, a mask that a narcissist would wear to be um, unnoticed. To try to blend in. Give me yeah, to go unnoticed. And the, the same noticeable one that he was noticed mask. wearing at JFK the day before, and then you're gonna go out wearing it again and be like, "Can't believe people noticed me in this horrifying mask <laughs> like that he had." Man faced mask, yeah, like weird kind of white guy face mask. It's very it Michael Myers. Me think, it made me yeah. think of that, the movie. Was Which it? movie? Yeah, Mike Myers, though, for sure, exactly. Because Mike Myers' mask, of course, if you don't know, is actually from, uh, what's his name, Star Trek, uh, the guy who went saw saw the moon in space last week. It's a uh, mask of- William uh, Shatner. It's a William Shatner mask that they repurposed and made all creepy. Is uh, it really? I didn't know that. Yeah, totally, 100%. And uh, I believe it's William Shatner. And- uh, so, yeah. I was thinking also, of the movie he... White Chicks. It reminds me of that same yeah. when they put on when Wayne's brothers put on that like plastic uh, face over that, and right. they just look when everyone's just like, "Oh, they're just a couple of girls." I'm like they're horrifying. I remember seeing <laughs> it in the movie theater and being like, "Who would ever think that these are all like, oh, they're just girls?" It was so scary. They had plastic faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that he was going to meet Michael Cohen. That's just such a great detail in like the extremely bizarre life of Kanye. Of yay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's yay now. So it is original. It is. It is. It is for realsies. Ye. Now, and I, <laughs> I think you're right. Actually, I, I want to go back on it. I agree with you. I think it's definitely. You. 
<laughs> I think he's definitely going as he. I think you think that because he said, you know, it's the it's, it's the, the most, most used word in the used Bible, in the Bible. Which yes, yes oh. I think in many purposes of the because it means you know ye means the or yay and uh, I know or, it's or, yay. I just think it's funny that like, can you imagine the look on his face if you called him ye instead, ye? Mister Ye? Um, <laughs> ye is it? Okay, <laughs> I love your f- horrifying mask, ye. ye? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it actually hurts if you say it. it like it, it makes me think of like when like um, uh, you eat something that's too sour when you say yee, <laughs> too hard. It's like yee, yeah. it just hurts my mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Um. So he's scary right now, but he's got a new name, and I guess good for him, and a but new haircut, good. and I guess good for him. And everyone's yeah, like, "Did you him. see his haircut?" I'm like, "But what about the mask? Yeah, the mask the is way more. Mask. I'm upset yeah. about that. That's much more of a splashy incident than the shaving some hair off your head. He it's should short. wear a different mask every time he goes out in public. That would be fun. Like some days it's a Garfield mask. <gasps> you know, some days it's a Bill Clinton mask. Sorry, not to bring up Kissel again. Have you seen Kissel's <laughs> uh, Halloween costume yet? Traitor. No. Yeah, I've seen the traders. It is a costume. big Garfield costume, and <laughs> I, I love did it. See that? Yeah, he's stealing your 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 thing, Jack. This is from back in the day. This is roundtable business of like yeah, he, he was... was a Heathcliff person. Uh, he was against Garfield. He was yeah. against me and Garfield. He was on now, the real. Flip Flopper himself is wearing yeah. a Garfield. Yeah, costume. isn't that fascinating? The man who's been accused of being a flip flopper so many times throughout his political career and his radio career. Now, of course, uh, traditionally being a Heathcliff guy, wearing Garfield as a costume. And I think it's a tribute and not an insult, which makes me sick to my very bones, wow. MJ and Jackie. Yeah. And so we will be having words about that. And maybe I will go as Heathcliff. This uh, this Halloween, I'd love to Who see knows? it. I want to see the cat fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll poop in my hands and I'll throw it at him. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, just a bunch of fish bones. Everybody's upset at the party. Stop holding with the fish bones. You just got more and more fish bones ah! pulling at your mouth. Yeah. MJ, do you know where you're going to be for Halloween? So Freddie decided she wanted to be a giraffe, and then Aww. without consulting with me, I, I was asking Zelda what she wanted to be. Zelda can't give me a straight answer. She's and so uh, we didn't know what she was going to be. She was like, I was like, dinosaur? She was like, no, because it had a dinosaur costume. I was like, you want to be Daniel Tiger? Got out Freddie's Daniel Tiger costume from last year. She said no. And then without consulting me, like, Gideon. fuck, that would have been so easy. So easy. <laughs> easy. Like, I saved the costume. <laughs> and uh, so then Gideon went and ordered an adult giraffe costume for only himself. <laughs> and then it told me. But what did I do the same very day was at the playground and talking about how Freddie was going to be a giraffe and a mom at the playground was like, do you want several more giraffe costumes? Because a few years ago, we were a family of giraffes. (gasps) And so now I got a free adult giraffe costume and a free another child giraffe costume. So now the whole family is going to be a family of giraffes. So now we all have our own giraffe costume. family of giraffes. That is, I don't know if that's ever, (laughs) like, you, you... Th- that means something. I feel like get you know start eating leaves out of the trees. I think maybe that's what it's trying to tell you. Gideon did find out that uh, giraffes do like gay necking with each other, which is kind of fun. I oh, love nice. watching giraffe. Oh my god! 
Holden, were you with us when we were at the L.A. Zoo when I we know, first it made visited me sad. L.A.? Yeah, but I got sad. And they that kept day. the giraffes away from each other yeah, because they, they had to, like away. I think one was like a bit like in like in mating zone. Yeah, and they had and they had to keep them away from each other in different pens. No, I think it was because of their political leanings. I think that's probably what it was. It <laughs> was a political was thing. And they had to keep them separate. They had to take their smartphones away. It was really bad. And they were like trying to reach each other with their necks, and they could only touch the very tips of their faces oh, so no, they were just making these like no. as yeah. they're like trying to touch each other's faces and I cried and I cried yeah. and I cried yeah one was one tournament was just like kill us both no, no it didn't and I was like Jesus they have like nice little sex hormones in their neck I think which oh. is nice that's fun I got some sex hormones in my fucking neck I also got some fucking celebrity conspiracy <laughs> for y'all oh. do, do you believe it Elon Musk's sorcerer breeding program. That's right. We talked about Grimes and Elon not too long ago. And this was kind of sexy. I would say sexy enough. Uh, This is the 69th celebrity conspiracy. (laughs) Juices are flowing. It's a very fun number. We all love the number. And get ready, by the way, because once we hit that 420th celebrity conspiracy, I want it to be weed themed. So get that one prepared now. Uh, this, this one comes in from Jacqueline. That's Dear my name. <laughs> Here is my long-held and 100% true celebrity conspiracy theory. Elon Musk specifically chose to have a child with Grimes in order to breed the world's most powerful sorcerer. My evidence. One, Elon Musk and Grimes' new baby is Musk's seventh son. Traditionally, a sorcerer is a seventh son. Being a seventh child is traditionally very magically powerful. So XAEA12 is Elon's seventh son. Two, the name given to the press, uh, X-AE-A12. They call him Ash Holden. Ash? Yeah, Ash. Now, you could normally attribute this to celebrities being weird and giving their children weird names. That's fair, but in magic... One of the most powerful things that a being has is their true name. By giving a fake name to the public, they're protecting the sorcerer's true name. Whoa. Grimes has experience with magical communities, has been in a cult, and is a self-proclaimed witch. (gasps) Who better to be the mother of your sorcerer than a witch? You're right. 100% right. Number fucking four. Wow. Elon and Grimes have broken up. They were together long enough to conceive a baby, establish its health and basic powers, then separated once the business was done. So now that we've established the child's magical pedigree, we can now go on to think about how powerful the child will become. The child will never struggle for money, will always be fully taken care of. If he wants, he'll never have to work. Therefore, he can focus on his magic. Oh, and his dad has access to space Space. and his dragon spaceship. Uh In conclusion, magical billionaire baby space sorcerer. (laughs) Sincerely, JR. Wow. P.S. Howdy from Texas. It's ter- it's a terrible hell state and what they're doing to our reproductive and human rights, a mockery of justice and democracy, exclamation point. Support Planned Parenthood, y'all. Thank hell you so yeah. Much. Thank hell you yeah. for saying that. What you need is a sorcerer. <laughs> to come and take out the Republican Party of Texas. Yeah, just to, just to wipe them wow. out. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. So what do y'all think? I mean, that seems pretty ironclad to me. Yeah, I'm sold. Absolutely. I, yeah, I'm Something's completely. going on. A hundred percent sold on on this. I I didn't. You know what? The first second I heard it, I was just like, Mm-mm, no way. 
And Jacqueline, that's my name. You did it. <laughs> you have opened mine eye upon this day. And I've said upon or upon multiple times, and I blame ye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, MJ, uh, you were, where Where do you fall? It's a yeah, it's a ye from me. Ye yeah, from me. Ye from me, dog. Me. Fantastic. <laughs> I do think it's just incredibly, uh, uh, very tightly put together. The evidence is strong. Wow. Yeah, it's a great, succinct, impressive argument. Yeah. I think it's because of how great our name is, probably, it that you were able to... Um, yeah. Really uh, shine the light on such a dark depth of Elon Musk's abilities. Look, I would love to see a witch on the moon. Obviously, I would love to see of <laughs> uh, uh, you know a laser. You're trying on to Mars. say that Buzz Aldrin wasn't a witch. Yeah, you know why? You know what his real name was? What Buzz Aldrin? Oh, well, that's very good. Hold yeah. on, that, 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 that might be the best was, thing you've ever said. That was pizza. very good. I'm very impressed with what you We're said. Like Twilight New Yawn. What are we? You are wow. mean, and we are watching Twilight next week. <laughs> I don't want to see this baby. I don't want to see any of it. I want to see this weird baby thing or whatever happens in it. I don't want to know about it. Oh, right. it's gonna. Oh, it's getting weird over in Twilight. But we'll. I guess we'll see what happens whenever we live inside of Edward's mind in Midnight Sun. But first, we've got the list. Oh, who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jacqueline, gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list. And of course, this is definitely because it's spooky season, as well as I have been screaming about the lore of vampires and the rules of vampires that are followed by in Twilight and the ones that are shit all over. So this is 11 monster myths that were invented. By Hollywood, oh. and one of those, and of course, this also wraps in um, of watching, watching what we do in the shadows, which is just so good. Uh, the 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 Nandor depression episode was just so good, it's so good, amazing. Um, but apparently, the van, the fact that vampires get burned by sunlight, vampires getting burned in the sun is a classic myth, right up there with vampires hating garlic and having no reflection in a mirror. But unlike other pillars of vampire mythology, this trope didn't originate with Bram Stoker. Dracula, or earlier folklore. The unauthorized German Dracula adaptation, Nosferatu, was the first piece of media to depict a vampire perishing when exposed to daylight. In Stoker's novel, sunlight weakens vampires, but that doesn't stop the title villain from walking around during the day. Or you uh, read Twilight and find out they just glitter instead. Mm. They're made of diamonds because they're sexy, MJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love, I love, I love these two combos, right? Because I, from what I now know about what we do in the shadows, check out the Wizard of the Bruiser episode coming soon. Um, they went with Bram Stoker's Dracula like rules for like Interview with the Vampire that era, '90s vampire rules for what we do in the shadows. However, the main thing that got them to get the show made because they put the movie out and then some time had passed, um, or they made a short movie and then some time had passed and they put the, and they were able to make the movie. And that was because of Twilight. Wow. Twilight brought vampires back into the major lexicon, and so that's what was able to uh, repopularize the genre. <laughs> 
and uh, which is why ye made it thank you. free. Well, thank you, Twilight, and thank you for giving us all, you know, just so much to think about and so much to yell about. But then there's also Frankenstein's monster, and Frankenstein's monster is not originally green. In her novel, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley describes Frankenstein's monster as having yellow skin that scarcely covered the work of muscles and arteries beneath. Green face paint was chosen for the film adaptation because of the technical limitations of the time. Blues and greens appeared as a ghoulish white shade on black and white film, which helped Boris Karloff stand out from the rest of the cast. Eventually, the character was depicted as being green on promotional posters, and a new hue for the monster was born. Mm-hmm. I think cool. that this stuff is fun. I love I'm it. sorry that if I think I don't know, I just think it's interesting of how it changes and where how like you forget how much the making of things and like what you're able to do changes the eye where ideas of quote unquote classic monsters. Yeah, I like I like that stuff too, especially because it to me this all just originated with the movies. So the idea, I mean, you know, because that's like how it was born in my mind. Right. So learning the backstory is nice. That and also, and I love this too, the fact that zombies are slow. George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead helped popularize the modern zombie myth. That includes the trope of the undead moving only slightly faster than actual corpses. The monsters are so known for their lumbering walk that any movie that depicts fast-moving zombies is instantly notable. Like a 28 Days days later. Later. What? So good. Just so fucking good. Very good. There is something about just anytime you hear like the silent of like, (gasps) of like a fast zombie. Fast zombies are horrifying. Or anytime you hear like, (laughs) oh, is that zombie jerking off? Oh. Is that zombie fucking masturbating? (laughs) Right? They don't have the time to hold in. (laughs) They'd rip their penises off or whatever if they tried. Yeah, obviously. In the same way that zombies eating brains wasn't always the case, one zombie trope Romero can't take credit for is their appetite for brains. This cliche comes from the 1985 horror comedy Return of the Living Dead, Mm. which isn't a part of the official Night of the Living Dead canon. According to the movie's writer and director Dan O'Bannon, human brains are a natural pain reliever for zombies. Very nice. I'm very yeah. nice. <laughs> and we will end with Frankenstein can barely talk, which also, man, just watch. Um, oh, Frank. Oh, what's the, the funny one? My brain. Uh, John Jack. Oh, young no, Frankenstein. Man. Yes, young Frankenstein. <laughs> young Frankenstein. Young Fra- I even knew the answer, but I just made one up anyway. <laughs> Don't. It makes <laughs> my brain stop. I hate it when I can't think of a name of something. My brain goes <laughs> Frozen. Yeah, your page just starts going, my trauma, my trauma, uh, yes, my and trauma. And then I start to cry, and then it's just like, oh, there she goes. Is she talking about Frankenstein? Is she there sad? There she goes again. My trauma. <laughs> young Frankenstein, Jackie, you've got to get over all that bad stuff that happened to you when you were young. I love Frankenstein's Jeez. monster, and he deserves a chance, and he just wants to date me, and I just, I'm fine with it. In 1931's Frankenstein, the monster's speech is limited to grunts, and in The Bride of Frankenstein, he only speaks in broken sentences. This is a departure from Shelley's book in which the creature can speak eloquently. He teaches himself to read and write after he's created, and by the end of the novel, he's polylingual. And this is a man that I would want to have a 
family with him. Why is that crazy to say? <laughs> yeah, he's big. He's mean. He's big. He's, Ooh, yeah. no, he's he's Ooh, smart. Him like a tree. He's smart. He's eloquent. Yeah, absolutely driven. Take him to a yeah, and he's ball. not green. So, although I would take him if he was, and that's the end of my list. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day, or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah! I would celebrate, except for I can't because I can no longer see. I think I'm going blind! I don't! Oh, we can't, we can't see, see them! I am so excited for these blind items, guys. Yeah, it's just like blinds. a bizarre... Because I feel like, you know, I didn't try to necessarily have like, uh, you know, Halloween themed blinds, but you know, it just sort of came out. I just, some very fun blinds. I'm gonna start with the, the most innocent of them. Uh, and here it is. This one speaks to the two of you in your uh, television lust. <laughs> in order to save his marriage, this A-list mostly television actor quit the show he was in. Apparently the romance between himself and a much younger co-star, slightly higher on the list, has the reason for the marriage trouble. The much younger co-star says the actor still texts her a dozen times a day and always wants naked pictures. What? What show? Yeah. Older um, guy, it's a younger show you girl. both are annoying about. Riverdale. Yeah. So who? So who's leaving the show? Mark Consuelos. <gasps> no yeah. way. Who? Is it Lily Reinhardt? Mark Consuelos and Kelly Ripa are the married couple. Yeah, but I who's did, the young not, actress he's texting? Did not specify, bros. I don't know. Who did Who do you think he might have had a, a weird uh, tryst with? I mean, hopefully his, not his Hermosa his daughter, Hermione, or Hermosa. <laughs> no, but yeah. it would have been, this blind must be about one of the principals, right? That's for you to speculate. Well, I mean, it says Hermione, a much younger, higher Veronica. on the list co-star. Yeah, so it has to be Lily Reinhardt or or uh, Veronica. Or What's her Veronica, name? yeah. You can't know her name. Who knows her name? Or know her name? Or Cheryl. <laughs> Is I'm Cheryl saying there are character the names. That Hiram Lodge? It's gotta I mean, be Lily maybe. Reinhardt. You think it's Lily Reinhardt? <laughs> I think it's, it's Lily? Lily Reinhardt. Ooh, maybe it's Key Jeppa. Yeah, I oh. wish it was Key Jeppa. I will watch that tape. Yes, Snap I, I'll some watch of that, that tape. Appa. If, if Marcus Suelos and KJ Eppa were carrying on secretly, that would be great. As oh, it is, it sounds yeah. like Marcus Suelos is being a bad man. Be no, but they love. Yeah, Maybe they have an open thing. They love, yeah, we love their love. Marcus Suelos, who plays Veronica Lodge's father, uh, Hiram, on the show, made his final appearance as a series regular in the Don't bring it up. Five. Why are you reminding very sad, us? But very sad. Very yes, sad. Yes, very much so. They don't give you any more clues as to what... Uh, Aside from younger and higher on the list than Hiram. Slightly higher on the list. Slightly, they say? Then in that case, they it could don't be They don't say Cheryl. a name. It could, be, could be. It could be Cheryl, Veronica, or 
Betty. And who do you think it is? I don't know why I think it's... You're going KJ? You're going that weird choice with KJ? You would lose the bet, Jackie. They would just be so muscly together. I know, but that's not... I mean, come on. I think that it is Lily Reinhardt. I think because... Even though it obviously could be Veronica because she's not his actual daughter, in my mind, I'm like, it can't be Veronica because she's his daughter. See, I would think maybe, I mean, what's her type? Kelly Ripa, probably more Lily. Lily. Probably more Lily than, uh, you know what I mean? If we're going to go by mar- who he's married to and what his And whose heart be. he's currently breaking. Wow. And no shade Kelly to Ripa. the actress who plays Veronica, whose name I cannot think of, but... He's Ripa her heart and yeah, hold Okay, let me do this next one, okay? So let's forget about what. Wow, I, just I said. can't believe they even get more exciting. Right, Mark Consuelos, right? Too, I bet he fucking is good at fucking I mean, he eating. I mean, he has to be. Uh, yeah, he's very, very muscly. <laughs> I bet he could eat one. I bet he could eat one. All right, this one, <laughs> this one comes in from Lux, who says, "Hold in." Congrats on the baby, et cetera, but let's get to the good stuff. All right, now I don't want to, now I don't want to kink shame, all right? And I'll also even say I feel bad for this guy if this is true because I feel like celebrities with these kinds of kinks have a hard hard lot in life. So here we go. And also this is written very funnily, so that's why I have to preface with no kink shame. Note for this next part, <laughs> tuck the kitties away in bed if they're listening. It's not, it's child time. I don't the think a lot of kids over. are listening to this show. I but can't imagine. You never know. People are making know. dinner, listen to us scream at them while they make dinner. My friend's aunt had a housemate who dated this celebrity who shall not be named and has a heck of a story about it. Apparently, a couple weeks into dating, he asked her if he could watch her use the toilet. Gals take toilet trips together all the time, so I guess it wasn't a big deal to have another person watch her piss, so she let him. He got so horned up that he asked if she would let him watch her, in all caps, take a dump. Now, he wasn't just in the room while this happened. He got his face right up close and watched it come out of her asshole. Wow. (laughs) Wow. And he, in all caps, with... Four O's loved it. She loved it. (laughs) She decided to break things off before he asked her to take a dump in his chest during sex. But you'd better believe that's where this was going. So there you have it. Conspiracy theory that, um, oh, uh, a character he's really well known for that I gave a context clue for in the beginning of this loves big old dumps. In a sexy way, this celebrity who shall not be named. I'm gonna need the context clue again because I've, I just, my, I just every, said all it. my knowledge has been erased by the. the I literally dumps. just said the context clue again. You just said the context clue again. The celebrity who should not be named. That's the context clue. <laughs> the co- the context clue is the celebrity. Is it is it the person that played Voldemort? Yeah, maybe. Is it is it Ralph Fiennes? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not. (laughs) I mean, that's awesome. I think it's great. I love the way this was written. It just made any old. You know, the most prestigious among us have the weirdest fucking shit. I mean, yeah, man. Wow. Especially like getting up in there. 
Thank you, Lux, a.k.a. Lil Gay in uh, my Twitch community. Thank you so much for that. Thank uh, that you was... so much for this insider information. <laughs> wow. Got up underneath it and watched it come out. Yikes. So, yeah, what do you think? You think, I I feel like I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was the actor that kind of uh, hit on my ex while she was working at this wine bar because he lived around the corner, and he was like, come back up to my my lodgings and she probably did now knowing how things went but still uh i just wonder if there was any poo play or anything in the in the uh old recipe book back I mean, then you know he is looking good but i think i would um i'd you know i'd put a stop to that and be like maybe well yeah we talked to yeah we talked about an incident you had on a, a twitch stream not too long yeah. ago which we don't need to go into detail on but yeah that's where you draw the line Jack. draw the line that. you gotta have lines guys <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that even if it is ralph fines yeah i think totally fine to not king shame also quite fine to draw the line for you where it works for you i just love the detail of this it's just like he got right up in there and he was nosing around and i do imagine him just being like oh he turned it to a droopy cartoon like dog horny dog like he he turned into like a yeah tex avery cartoon it's like putting your head like what you always wanted to do of like putting your head underneath the frozen yogurt container right. the sizzler, you know? He couldn't. He just was blown away by seeing what came out of there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't need to know that, but I understand the more you, know. you, you were so excited about it. Holding the, like, I got on the Zoom call and was like, I have such a good blind item today. I'm not even done. I'm not even done. Wow. We're not finished. This is just the beginning. This, well, it's not just the beginning. We only have one more. But it, <laughs> yeah, I have the maybe the craziest one. Still the Cubs. Is wow. next. How great is that? But uh, I, I, w- I will say, going back to my previous comment, my heart does kind of go out to uh, uh, high profile like celebrities who might have this kind of kink because it's got to be challenging navigating the let's say, toilet bowl waters uh, oh, when it comes yeah. to this sort of stuff. You Swimming know? in the tumultuous sure toilet bowl waters of your pleasure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure. sure what my friend's aunt had a housemate. So, Whoa. you know what I mean? It gets around. <laughs> my friend's aunt. I even realized how... Completed uh, <laughs> that connection was for this story. I Thank you so though. much again, Lux. All right, last one. But it's a, it's a settle in. It's a tale. It's an old fucking wives tale I'm about to tell you. This Oscar-winning A-list actor was at one time a well-respected actor. I think he still is, so fuck all that. Lately, personal issues have forced him to make some questionable career choices. He has been in the tabloids a lot. This actor also is also a collector of rare items, which is something that has gotten him into trouble in regards to his net worth. Something that he acquired, by the way, this is like in my normal blinds, okay? I just want to preface that. This isn't like a fan writing it. This is like in the normal blinds. Something that he acquired that may have caused long-lasting mental damage. He funded a young inventor who came up with a device that allowed him to move ahead to another place temporarily. There, the actor discovered a possible relation committing horrible crimes against humanity well on the way to becoming Hitler-level infamous. He returned from his trip very shaken up. He has been in the tabloids a lot. This actor is also a collector of rare items. Oh, did I just totally? Yeah. Oh, sorry. He returned from his trip very shaken up. So apparently what this blind item is saying, 
uh, is that uh, he got a guy to invent a time machine of some sort, that, right? And that's what that reading, right? The, he funded a young inventor who came up with a, quote, device that allowed him to move ahead to another place temporarily. Um, so I think that's a time machine device. Or is that just like a, some sort of like aeroplane? Like, I feel like it's like, or is it just like a... No, I think that it's a time machine device because he sees that a, re- a relation of his, like a person he's it's has Nick a relationship Cage, with. right? Yeah, completely. Okay. 100% <laughs> it's Nick Cage. Okay, the so man Nick who... Cage, see, this is the thing. Is that <laughs> the second you said like someone that like he collects weird things and puts his uh, his bottom line in a weird spot, obviously Nick Cage, he's known that like well, he's he got bought the pyramid the, like, plot, you know, the... $30,000 like dinosaur skull and, and turned the pyramid out it wasn't plot real. And the and, gravestone and, yeah. Uh, yeah. or the graveyard Many in New things. Orleans. Yeah, yeah. But. So he paid an inventor to <laughs> an make inventor. him a time machine. I'm guessing it's a time machine because I mean, how what el- what else would he? He went on a trip, found out someone he has a relationship with becomes sort of like another kind of a Hitlerish level of badman, and then he returns and he's very upset about it. So do you think that that's why part of like why he's been like getting kicked out of yeah bars and stuff is because what he <laughs> yes. saw was so life altering that he could never be the same. Is that why he made the movie Pig? Maybe yeah, we maybe. thought that he was just like you know a little too drunk having too a good a time in Vegas the other week, and it turns out he's recovering from having gone on a time travel. Yeah, maybe that's why he was so fucking hammered in Vegas because he saw that his friend was going to do a bunch of atrocities to the world. Or his son? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, right. What. That's the other Whoa. piece of this that I, I was having a hard time keep, keeping track of. He basically stops the next future Hitler. Is that right? Or sees them at least, and now he's probably troubled with should I, should, you yeah, know, kill this person? We have so friend or family. Would you stop yeah. maybe Hitler if you could go back in time? So Nick Cage, <laughs> if he gets put into jail for murder, we can then assume that yes. that the person that he's murdered was yes. someone that was, was going, going to. Be to evil. Oh my god, this probably, is good. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> very no. scary. Halloween themed blind. I'm scared now. Fines. Loving that dookie. Going to the dookie bar. <laughs> that is not Halloween themed. <laughs> spookies. That's why it's like dookies, but they're spooky dookies. Dookies with spookies. And then you got Mark Consuelos, which I think is terrifying that he's banging Lily Reinhardt. And then only terrifying because of his love for his wife, Kelly Ripa. He Rippa. loves his wife. Again, if they're open, then that's fine with it. But I think he is a little too, you know what, if, if, Lily Reinhardt is into it, then that's fine. I mean, no, she's not. He's, she's, oh, she's not. You're right. She was. Like, uh, they, they're complaining about how he wants. Yeah, he keeps hitting her up about uh, pictures. His yeah. pants are then so tight, though. So tight. How do you wear suit mm. pants that tight? I don't know. He's going to bust out of them with his butt. That's a good question. He's going to butt with his butt. Spooky. Spooky how yeah. tight Spooky they are. Spooky butt. <laughs> Sorry to terrify you guys with all of those blinds, but I can see again. Wow. And Nick Cage, dude, I, I'm so sorry. Sorry, you're dealing with that issue. I mean, would you? Okay, you find out Henry is going to essentially cause the next like mass genocide. Jackie, do you murder him? What do you do? Yeah, I don't even ask him about it. I mean, <laughs> don't even do any research. Henry? I don't even ask him about just, it. Just jump on it. Immediately kill him. Don't <laughs> add, don't don't look into it. Don't think about it. Just you just gotta go with your gut sometimes. Yeah, I take him out. I take him out real quick. You got to. I'd know how to do it too, really easy. I'd do a poison thimble. 
and I'd I'd go in for a hug and I'd put it in his neck. I think I would yeah. do it on an episode of Good Put. I think that I would finally <laughs> like I would want everyone to know why I did it. Try this put. Why is this put smoking? Why does it have smoke coming out of because it? Because it's like the mask. It's smoking. I would also <laughs> kill Henry. Jokes. I have to get a zinger in there right he before he dies, huh? Yeah, and it would be good for me too because he would be like, "This is so great. We never see each other." I'd be like, "Let's go out for a drink." Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so fun. And then I would just you know poison just him. Over, yeah. yeah. Poison him. He would never expect it from me. I hope that he won't be him, though. I don't think it will be. I don't think it'll be Henry. Maybe Ben. Yeah. Well, after, you know, after he gets that kind of footage of the tubed meat assault, I guess (laughs) that, uh, you know, he sees things in a different perspective that we might have to have a conversation about. There you go. All right, well, Welcome that's back my blinds. to not being blind anymore, and I guess yeah. it's time for the shout-outs. Oh! Shout! Shout! shout. Let, Let it all out! These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on! God we'll read them to you. Come on! What's in the inbox? What's in the inbox? Is it a seven reference? Jackie, this isn't Twilight. Just because it's over doesn't mean you can turn the shout-outs into Twilight. We are here for the shout-outs. Thank you guys again so much for writing in your amazing shout-outs over to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven, the number. I love reading it every week. And you guys put such a smile on my face. Ugh, Jackie, stop screeching. It's time for shout-outs. And specifically, birthday shout-outs, because it's Rachel's birthday on October 26th. And I have to tell you, Rachel, Devin wrote in the sweetest birthday shout-out email. Rachel, I need you to know that Devin wrote in this email over a month ago for your birthday. They were so on top of your birthday shout-out. And they sent in the cutest pic of y'all at RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my god, Devin deserves at least seven extra thank-you kisses. At least seven. Anyway. Anyway, Devin says, happy birthday to my best friend and the love of my life. I am so grateful for you every day and can't wait to celebrate so many more of these with you. Oh, I love your love. Happy birthday, Rachel. But also happy almost birthday to Anna. Anna's 23rd birthday is on October 27th. And thank you for such beautiful, kind words. And yes, I did send your love over to the last podcast, boys. I got you, girl. Anna says, October 27th is my 23rd birthday and it would totally make my year to have a shout out. I got you, baby! These last couple of birthdays haven't been great for obvious reasons but you gotta be souping me if you think I won't celebrate it this year. Hell yes, that's what I love to hear. Anna says, I've been a fan of Page 7 for years. This is the first place I go to for celebrity celebrity goss. I'm sorry. As a Zoomer who loves 80s and 90s pop culture, y'all are perfect. I love pop history the most, and we love you the most, Anna. Thank you so much for writing in. And oh, Colton wrote in a short little mini shout-out, and it said, Happy birthday, Dakaria. Rockin' that purple and pink, having a Amazing 24th birthday. I know I haven't met you, Dakaria, but your name is fucking awesome, and I hope that you have the best 
birthday. And also, Charity, you weren't too late for Grant's birthday on October 24th. We did it. We got it in there on time. Your amazing partner, Grant, whose birthday is on October 24th, he's turning the big two eight. And Charity says, Grant is such an amazing person and partner. He is so supportive and generous to everyone in his life. I love him for so many reasons, but his eagerness to watch the Twilight movies and listen to Jackie's Twilight book club with me makes me have no doubt that he's the one. Oh my god, sweet charity. I love it. Happy birthday, Grant! And oh my god, I am so envious of Phil and Katie's birthday weekend extravaganza. Katie B is sending a shout out to her beautiful friend Phil, who is turning 31 on the 23rd of October. Katie says, our birthdays are two days and two years apart. The chocolate company he works at is currently going through a rough spot, and Phil is single-handedly keeping it together. He's the hardest working person I know. We'll be spending our shared birthday weekend at a haunted castle in Port Townsend, Washington. I can't wait to hunt ghosts with my best friend. You deserve a break, bud. I hope you enjoy my birthday shout-out via Jackie's beautiful dulcet tones. May her voice carry you home to me. I love you, I love you, I love you. You. And woohoo, can I get a what what for B-Star online friends? I love you, Zoe, and I'm so glad that you love B-Stars too. All right, this isn't about B-Stars, Jackie. Zoe is sending in love to their best friend, Lane, who is getting married this weekend, October 23rd. Zoe says, I am so happy for Lane and her awesome fiance, Ben, and I'm so excited to see them wed, and I just wanted to give her a shout out for getting fucking married. Hell yeah. Mazel, mazel. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. And oh my God, Tara wrote in, and I'm so fucking sorry, Tara, because everything sounds like a damn nightmare. Now, Tara said that the pandemic has been a major bitch to all of us, but I got very sick right before it went down. Never was tested positive for it, never had it, still haven't, but I had multiple seizures. I was put on the back burner, lost most of my mobility and 90% of my eyesight. I'm 36, did graphic design for a living, and can't see for shit now, and doctors have never seen anything like this. No hope, but we give you hope, and Tara that makes me so happy and I'm so sorry and I know the struggles of just being like what do you mean you have no fucking clue what's going on and I'm so happy that you're still able to listen to our podcast and you said thank you for all that you do also say a ghetto trashy weird ass shit shout out to my love Brent who has literally scooped me off the floor and saved my life we need to smile while I still can we love you so much and if you want to feel at least if you want to be able to see the anguish through your ears uh check out twilight because um it's visceral and it will make you upset about other things if uh you know just you know about how the books may have ruined a multiple generations of uh people that think that toxic relationships are okay but that is the end of me yelling about that we love you tara and i'm sending you all the best in my heart and to my dearest Ellen, I'm so happy you were able to finally marry your partner, even after Pandummy tried to F it up. But even more importantly, hell yes. I'm so proud of you for quitting smoking. Yes, it is hell. I just wanted to read this part out. Ellen said, 
The week before Thanksgiving 2020, I bought my last pack of cigarettes. I got on the nicotine patch and slowly took the steps to wean off. Now, I cannot tell you the last time I smoked a cigarette. My bank account and lungs are really appreciative, but holy fuck, that shit was hard. Fuck addiction and shout out to anyone and everyone struggling in any way. You've got this. Keep trying. You can do it. And thank you so much, Ellen, for saying that. I think that we all definitely need to hear that in many different ways. And I really appreciate the positive words. And last but not least, my love, Uranium has sent in. And also, if you don't know Uranium, you don't know our Twitch family coming out over on the oh no it's jackie twitch or over on the holdenators twitch because ugh, i would i don't know what i would do without you guys and i'm so excited because tony wrote in saying giving a shout out to the beautiful beans in the stew crew now you gotta come hang out on fridays if you don't because holden and i do jacking with the holdies and then afterwards they're stewing with the beans which is the after show hosted by Kyle Cop and hosted by a myriad of other amazing human beings that are a part of our Twitch community. And I'm so excited that Tony, that you guys get to all meet in real life in the big easy this weekend. I'm so envious. And it was just so sweet because Tony wrote, as a group, many of us came together because of our shared love for LPN, especially through your Friday night streams with Holden and hanging out together afterwards to share a laugh on Kyle's post show. Now the screen names that they first started to recognize when they popped up on Twitch chat have become some of my best friends, thanks in no small part to the beautiful community that has grown around your shows. I'm going to immediately burst into tears. I love you very much, Uranium, and I love all of you guys in our Twitch community, and come hang out, because we've all become a family, and I've I've also made multiple IRL friends through it, and part of me is like, I was too old to make online friends, and the thing is... You're not. And you should come hang out with us. And that's it for our shout-outs this week. And I love you guys so much. Thank you again. Send in your shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. It puts such a smile in my heart. I love you guys. And thank you guys for <laughs> writing in your shout-outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. Calm. We did uh, it. Cool. We're doing a sing songy uh, plug. Yeah. Hey, you can catch me on Twitch.tv. I do lots of streams every Monday, Thursday, Friday. Wow. Yes, that's me. And you can agree that yee, yee, yee. <laughs> oh, yes. Not fair. You guys could both sing. I can't <laughs> sing. MJ, do it. No, do it in like Uh-oh, slam poetry. MJ's gonna do a oh, okay. hip hop remix. I'll do a slam. I'll do a slam poetry because do slam poetry. <laughs> Me, I'm MJ. Wow. <laughs> I'm MJ and I'm MJKL Cat. On Instagram. <laughs> wow, that was good. I'm scared of you now. Thank also, you. You, just, you had such a Beautiful. serious face on. I feel like I, <laughs> like I was interrupting your art. And my name is Jack. He's a brownskin. You can find me anytime that you like. But if you want to come and find me, you can go on my Twitch channel. It's oh no, it's Jackie. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nice. Or if you want to see my pictures, you can come and follow me on Instagram. And my Instagram username is Jack that worm. And yes, it is reminiscent to jerking off a dick. <laughs>
<laughs> wow, I should get into musical theater. All right, guys, Man, I'll do it. I will do it. Stop really begging good. me. And this has been Page 7. We will be back next week <laughs> with more spooky tales to terrify you. We have at least one yeah. more spook, right? Oh, yeah, good. One more spook. Oh, he yeah. loved it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> right I up next to that it. hole. No. And he said, wow, that's some good stuff. <laughs> no. No. no, I'll take Mark Consuelos, please. Anytime. We love you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.